0: 906 at the WPTF radio, AM 680, FM 98.5. Don't forget, as I said, to set one of those uh, buttons on your AM scale and your car radio on 98.5 and on the AM side on AM 680. So you can listen to WPTF right, without even having to look. You can reach over there and push the button. And if you're coming home at night and you want to hear The Tom Kearney Show, which this is The Tom Kearney Show, we're here every night. Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 with a little bit of live and in real-time radio. And we try to bring you we, what we hope are interesting programs. And uh, we have, a, I think, a fairly good week lined up for you. And, of course, if the world keeps spinning and uh, nothing catastrophic, really, I mean really catastrophic happens, uh, Friday night we'll have our usual Friday night program. Tonight is one of those nights uh, that I call a nostalgia night. I, I like to have one night a week that is a kind of like an open phone night in which we have the opportunity to explore some topic that may be on our mind that uh, when we uh, sit down and think about it, we, we are perhaps nostalgic about, and that is uh, we, we call it uh, sometimes pleasantly and sometimes unpleasantly. Uh, I really kind of go for the pleasant ones because it's uh, it's good to have a uh, an optimistic plus opinion, and that's what we are going to do tonight. Our telephone number, by the way, is our area code nine one nine, eight six zero nine seven eight three, and we, I'm going to bring up a couple of three things we can talk about. Uh, I learned a long time ago that that's the best way to go, and uh, some some might have said you you might want to talk about the the coronavirus, and uh, and I'm willing to talk about that in your experiences in dealing with getting a uh, an appointment or being tested for it or however you feel about it. I will, and I'm using this as an opportunity to say this, that uh, I got my second shot, my booster shot, Friday. Uh, it was really supposed to come on Thursday, but the weather was a little bit bad, and and so uh, it was postponed, but I got it Friday, so I have got that out of the way, and uh, I, I'm Don't know much more than anybody else, but I think I can recommend it to you. And I have had absolutely no problems with it. Well, because what we've we've been fighting in the news that just went by, noted this, it's been just about a year since the the roof started falling in. And we have been in the United States, as countries around the world have been, in a kind of state of war with the coronavirus. And uh, 500,000 people have now died. That's almost 10 times as many as... I didn't say the Vietnam War. I think the Vietnam War was like 58,000 or something like that. Well, anyway, do what you can. Do, do, do the things that you're told to do. Uh, we are pointed in the right direction, and we've got the vaccine now, and we can wear our masks. We can socially distance, and probably we'll have to for, uh, I would guess, at least another year, and uh, and uh, get the vaccination, and we'll develop a herd resistance to to the the virus. That can be something we can talk about tonight, but my real choice, uh, well, I, I don't want to put that down, it's that that's one of the things that's on the table. So if that's on your mind, what we really just need to do, I think, uh, since a lot of us are quarantined, me being one of them, is talk. Talk with Tom. It used to be the name of this program. And, uh, and uh, it's something that, that folks need, It's a kind of psychological thing. I was sitting there today, though, having completed my, eating my breakfast, and uh, I, I eat cereal for breakfast every morning. When I was a kid, uh, we lived on, uh, kind of on a farm, and I had bacon and eggs and sausage, and always had biscuits, and molasses, punch a hold it with your finger and eat, it. but uh, I, I, I've always loved oatmeal. A lot of people don't like oatmeal, but i am I have a number of friends who, like me, like to cook up a little oatmeal and then and then uh, sort of decorate it by putting nuts and raisins and stuff in it to make it better. And it's, uh, it has a lot of uh, stuff that uh, works against uh, uh, other things that are in your diet. And So it's, it's a good thing. So uh, the number of boxes of Quaker Oats that I've eaten in my life are a lot. So I was thinking about that. It's sometimes in stories. I used to hear this one in fairy tales, the uh, it was at Goldilocks, I think, who was eating porridge. And some of it was too hot, and some of it was too cold, and some of it was just right, if you remember. That's the Goldilocks solution. But I also loved uh, to uh, try all the different kinds of cereals. So uh, we're going to talk about cereals tonight, and some of it you've eaten. If, if you're nostalgic, if you'd like something to come back that's gone away, I used to like to eat wheatina, which is a hot uh, cereal. It's a it's a kind of like cream of wheat, and uh, and uh, it uh, has the consistency of grits, which is just uh, the same sort of thing, uh, but uh, is uh, made out of corn. But I love to go to the supermarket with my mother, and I, I sometimes when I'm sitting in my in my brown chair and leaning back and meditating on the eternal verities. I uh, become nostalgic about the days when life was simpler and uh, little Tommy Kearney could go to the supermarket with my mother. She loved to go to the A&P in Goldsboro, and she would, would turn me loose once we were inside the store. And I loved to go to the cereal area, but I liked to go all over the store and see the, the foods that were, were uh, uh Available, and I always thought that if Benjamin Franklin, he's my favorite founding father, could come back, where I would take him would be to a supermarket, because I think he would just be amazed. But unlike other members of the founding fathers, he not only would be amazed, but he would understand, because he was a little bit of a scientist. And so, but uh, I have a few stories about cereals. When I got my first job uh, uh, teaching, I taught at Hargrave Military Academy, and out of Virginia, and we ate family-style, and they would have on the table, the student waiter would bring a basket that had a bunch of the little boxes of cereals, and I think they still have those, but uh, I know they do, because when I was recently uh, in, uh, in a uh, rehab place, I, that's what I had uh, uh, raisin bran for, for breakfast every morning, that's what I had, and they came in one of those. Ham and, and eggs and i love to put red- eye gravy on biscuits and, and eat them. I was talking with uh, a gentleman today just about that topic uh, see this talking goes on all the time but if you want if, if you can wax nostalgic if you can close your eyes and that comes back to you then uh, call us up and share it with us and you can be uh, a part of the conversation we need. Talk about your experiences with getting a shot with the coronavirus. It uh, might be instructive to some of our listeners if you shared that. These are topics that you can talk about. And I think talking is something, well, I think of Joan Rivers. Didn't didn't she used to come in and say, can we talk? And uh, that was sort of her her signature. Actually, it was at the front end of the conversation rather than at the end. But, But also the supermarkets of your life goes to the uh, Food Lion. But you know, when the Food line opened, I think it opened its first stores in Salisbury and Winston-Salem, and it was not called the Food Lion. It was called something almost like that, but I think there was a problem with uh, an overlap of a copyright or something, and they had to change the name of it. And there's a, there's a quiz for you right there now. What was the other line name before its name changed? And, when you're thinking about the A&P, there was something about the A&P, which is uh, it was the first national chain of supermarkets, and they've they've just about disappeared now. They've disappeared in everywhere except New England. Uh, but it was the, the first real big chain of any sort in America. But there was something that was always special when you went into the A&P. And I I, know I never went into another supermarket, I love to go to supermarkets. Never had. And the last time we did this, a couple of years ago, somebody answered this question, and I hope somebody will answer it tonight. And A&P had house brands, which a lot of big supermarkets do. They, they have house brands, and they usually had a particular uh, uh, name on them, the uh, logo. And I want to see if you have any idea what I'm talking about now. And my mother used to bring home these cakes. They were sort of long. Uh, they were not circular, but they were long, and they were dark, and they had had uh, had uh, white icing on them, and they had raisins in them. And if you ever ate one of them, the last time I asked this question, I got more right answers than I expected. So if you know what that was called, if you ever ate one of them, there are lots of recipes for them online. But the best place to get them was at the A&P, sold under the A&P brand. I'm not going to tell you what it was. John, I'm just kind of curious. Has anybody waited and responded to our call yet?
1: No calls yet.
0: Well, now's the time, ladies and gentlemen. John says we have no calls yet. 919, of course, is the area code, 860-9783 to queue up. And uh, remind me of the, the place that you went when you went to a supermarket you know it doesn't have to be when you were a kid it can be last week uh, or and if you are a what what is it that you ate for breakfast uh, I'm nostalgic for for oatmeal always and getting to put uh, uh, my grandmother put put salt and butter but she was from South Carolina and that explains that uh, but she she and, and I ate that I I still like that. The milk's all gone. Then I go for the butter and the salt. But uh, normally it was milk or cream. I like canned milk too, in uh, in oatmeal uh, with uh, raisins, uh, some other kinds of fruits, and uh, maybe some nuts. Share your recipe with me. I have a friend, some friends who make all kinds of uh, the consumptions that they that they. 919 860 queue up, which is British for st- Get in line and give us a call at that number, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. We've, John, you forgot to tell me we were having such a good time talking about all-night eateries. We may come back and talk about that some a little bit later. Uh, you can tell that uh, we tend to focus on food. You didn't tell me our caller's name. Uh,
1: but uh, is uh, David from Raleigh.
0: David from Raleigh. David, good evening. Uh, uh, how are you this evening? Good talk to you, sir. Enjoy your show very much. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, John told me that you uh, you you may mention it uh, uh, that you work at a place that I've mentioned uh, here already tonight. And so yes, that's good. You want to tell me the name? Oh yeah, that's fine. I did is I, I said that this, the name was originally slightly different than what it is now, but they had it's to correct. change it. Right. Okay. I just i like to have somebody back me up. <laughs> That's correct. It Was Was it Food Line, Line? No, it's Food Line now.
1: Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. They have a lot of stores. They have a lot of stores numbered by their location and the number of orders they were built. For instance, store number 247 is in Tower Shops, Santa. Which is the 247 store they built. Right. 896 is this. Brooklyn Road, which is the 896th store they built. Okay?
0: Okay, well, let me let me tell you two things. I want to know what number one is, and I think my wife goes to the one on Western Boulevard, so. Okay, I'm not sure. I have to look up in the phone book. Yeah. And I'll tell you the number in the phone book. Okay. And now, where was the, the first door? Was it in Salisbury? Yes, sir. Okay, that's what I thought. That's where Tom
1: Smith opened this door.
0: Yes. Well, I know the the Ketner people were involved with it at one time. I think, and they had—that's had correct. They had a good uh, people, very good people. They yeah, mean, they uh, had a, uh, a store and a cafeteria near. I went to Wake Forest College, which is in Winston Salem, and uh, that's correct. Uh, you up you up probably down. know where that is, and that, that was one one of the first. One of the first places it was built where the students could go off campus because when they built Wake Forest, it was really kind of out in the country, you know, they was at the edge of town and had to build mm-hmm. up around it. But I I remember Kedners was, uh, I thought that was the name of it. How long have you worked for Food Lion? About 17 years. Oh, good. That was That's Good. That's good. Sharon, they're very good to me. Well, they, uh, they, uh, as I say, my wife shops there and she's very happy with it. And so she keeps I still going. Do. She wouldn't I mean, go back if she wasn't happy with it. She shops at other places too. She, yeah, me uh, too. It, I, can, I compare and shop. Yeah, well, there are different places that specialize yeah. in different kinds of things, you know. Right? That's so, correct.
1: I understand and then the, that. And the food
0: that. line we've found has been a kind of a family store, you know, you can buy Indeed. larger larger cans, if you know what I mean. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 I mean, it, it doesn't have a. The, the fancy uh, bakeries and stuff like that, like uh, some of the other ones. But he, there's a it's niche a for every store, kind of yeah. store. Yeah, and, uh, a very so on, store. Very good. Well, unless you have something particular on your mind, and I'm going to let you I go. Mean, you asked the question Where well, it used to be called,
1: before it was called Foodland, right? Yes, yes. They called it Food Town. Food Town, okay, okay. Right. Oh, that's all right, yeah. yeah I a I, I I competition call this. with another store in another state that same name is Food Town. Right, and they, they claim they had it
0: first. I guess they
1: did. That's because, correct. And the reason right. they changed it to Food line, okay? You ready for this? This is the kicker. Okay. You only have to change two letters. Town to Lion. You only have to to L-I-O-N.
0: So town, you only had lion. to change a couple of letters then, huh? There's two letters. Yeah, you could repaint... I don't know that they did this, but you could repaint the sign is what you could do. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do that. Well, I, that's wonderful, and uh, okay. I, I'm glad that somebody straightened me out on that. Food Town, all right. That's Food Town. That's what it used to be called, yes, sir. All right. Well, take good care. Good evening.
1: Thank you for your show. Well,
0: thanks for calling. Okay. That's right. uh, a gentleman who works with Food Lion, L-I-O-N, and it used to be Food Town when it opened in the early 1960s. Uh, and it is a, a regional, well-known, and popular regional chain. Uh, as I said, I love supermarkets, and I don't know I sort of kept up when, when that was forming because I was living in Winston, then and, and uh, it opened stores there. It's there's, there's kind of a line in North Carolina that Greensboro is really on the line, that the stores and things west of the line are different from the stores and things east of the line, that, that, not that there isn't some overlap. John, is there anybody else on the line now?
1: Uh, Henry from Raleigh.
0: Henry from Raleigh. Henry, well, let's plug Henry in. And see, we've got about three minutes before we need to go to the news. Henry, how yes, are you, Tom? Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Okay, good. I was just
2: uh, interested in your, what you said about the grocery stores we used to have. And um, the ones that I remember in Wilmington, where I grew up, were a and Colonial, um, Winn-Dixie, and also Piggly Wiggly. Do you remember those? Oh, yes, in fact, uh,
0: all of those, well, the descendants of those, uh, Piggy Wiggly was the first real supermarket in the United States. I think it was the store in, we don't have time to go through all of it tonight, but in Memphis, Tennessee, and, and it's still a, a, a chain. Uh, and uh, Colonial was sort of was absorbed into... Uh, well, it, it was uh, where you had, uh, I'm trying to think of what it was called now, but anyway, my grandmother was big used Big Star. Big Star. The, yeah, the Colonial was a combination of a bunch of trains, like Big Star was one of them, and it, uh-huh. it was out of Atlanta, and uh, I think it's been absorbed by somebody else now. But uh, And the A&P basically has gone out of business in this part of the world, but those were the same ones that I went to, and there was the Piggly Wiggly, and there also was a kind of an independent grocery that had a, where a bunch of them had uh, uh, found themselves together to to get better buying was the IGA, the Independent Grocers Alliance. Uh, I've of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tended to, to serve rural areas where they would not have as big a stores as they they do in some places now. But uh, yeah, my grandmother yeah. liked to go to Colonial, and my mother liked to go to A and P. We were in the same house, so there was a little battle going on there. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't severe, but uh, but I like to go with, with my grandmother when she went to the Colonial store, too. It was a much bigger store, but but actually didn't have as much stuff in it as the A&P did. But, uh, Henry, uh, we've talked a couple of times recently, and I'm glad you're calling, but I'm going to have to go because it's just about time for the news at the half hour here. But you right care. No, okay, you're okay. Join just... us again when you can, okay? John, must check the news on WPTF at 9.30. It is. I haven't even said this tonight, but it is uh, Monday night, of February 22nd. The day that used to be uh, the, the George Washington's birthday and the day that was celebrated, and when they decided back in the 1970s to make the uh, birthday celebrations and things like that, that were federal holidays, uh, like Washington's birthday was, they, they would uh, always have them on, uh, say, the third Monday or the second Monday in uh, in February, so last Monday was the holiday for George Washington's birthday, which is actually today, uh, according to the calendar. I think he was born in something like uh, 1732, which gets further complicated because if you know anything about the changes in the calendar, that's uh, what is called in the calendar business old style. And that that is to say, uh, I think it was in 1752 that the calendar which was like nine or ten days out of out of whack, was readjusted, and uh, uh, so that uh, most of the European the countries in the Western world were on the on the same same calendar. One of the countries that was not was Russia, and they didn't actually adjust their calendar until 1918. But uh, that's a story maybe we can explore some other time. We're we're calling this a nostalgia night. It's our a sort of open phone night when we can just talk. One of the things I thought over uh, the last year, and we're celebrating about a year of the coronavirus now, is that uh, being quarantined, we need to talk to each other. One of the things that comes on in a public service announcement is the, the effort to get people to continue to communicate and to sort of keep their mo- morale up and send pictures back forth, send emails, talk. And so that's what we're doing tonight is we're talking. I need to talk and you need to talk you can call us at nine one nine eight six oh nine seven eight three to make it a little more workable I have proposed some things to talk about things uh, and I, I call it nostalgia because my mind tends to run to uh, tends to run to history uh, and uh, and uh, I was uh, meditating today on uh, in fact my sister and I were talking about this recently how our mother would take us downtown shopping with her in Goldsboro which for those of you who do not know it is about fifty miles east of here. it was a town at that time of about twenty five thousand people and it had an a and p downtown in fact, everything was downtown there were there were no uh, uh, no malls no no shopping centers uh, There there came to be one about the time I was in middle what would be called middle school. It wasn't called that then, but it was just before I was in junior high and they opened a a strip shopping center in, in my hometown of Goldsboro, but uh, before that it was it was downtown, and that's where the Colonial Store that I mentioned earlier that my grandmother liked to visit, and the A and P, and the A and P was right next to the city hall, the place where uh, where the place policemen hung out, and uh, on the one side and on the other side was a place that is not there anymore, but it's still open in Goldsboro, and one of the reasons that one would go to Goldsboro, my brother and I do this is. Mickey's Pastry, which is a a donut shop, and they have really good I like one of a post-serial called Sugar Crisp, and and, uh, I like Wheaties, too, but all young guys were impressed with athletics, and they always had uh, uh, a well-known athlete on the Wheaties box, but that's what I was meditating on this afternoon. Uh, bringing it back uh, CBS owned it and uh, bringing it back for its historical value and a lot of uh, uh, of uh, African American leaders pointed out that it was a case of some of the better uh, African-american actors of the time getting to to a chance to to show their skills to be actors and actresses it was a little bit a good comparison or analogy would be uh, like the world of uh, uh, Big League Baseball, where there was was the White Big Leagues and the Negro Leagues. And when Jackie Robinson came along, of course, they began the shuffling of the deck and the integration of uh, the the two leagues. It would be interesting to see if anybody knows this as a trivia question. I I like to throw out the odd trivia question sometimes. Jackie Robinson, I think, joined the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947, and he was the first. African-American player to play in the modern big leagues. How long did it take to completely uh, integrate the major leagues? There were 16 teams at that time. Uh, They were just beginning the process of of expansion. Uh, and Some of the expansion may have come. No, I think they were totally integrated by the time the expansion comes. So taking those 16 teams, how long? Did it take? Because it was up to each team to hire or not hire a particular player. But how long did it take to have at least one uh, uh, African-American on, uh, at least one African-American on every team in the Major League? That's a trivia question for you. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. And you can join us tonight uh, and, and wax. Romantic uh, about uh, something that you are in fact nostalgic about. I mentioned at the beginning too. We we might as well be a little contemporary. There's there is in fact enough talk about this already, but but we would since my idea is that we need to talk and we need to to uh, be able to express ourselves. And you need to talk to me, and I need to talk to you. Uh, the uh, uh, one of the things that I've suggested around our topic of nostalgia, which is what it says on the schedule for this weekend. by the way, we put our schedule on the website under the host's name, and in this case it's my name, or the podcast name, every Monday morning, uh, usually before noon, and if you uh, enjoy our program, which we hope you do, it's a kind of a potpourri of things that are, I'd like to say are both interesting and edifying, and uh, uh, You can uh, always check on Monday to see what's what's coming up. Uh, Stephen is going to be with us, Stephen, Kearney tomorrow night to talk about blacks and and the integration of television. Uh, Wednesday night we're going to talk uh, with uh, a representative from the Mountains to the Sea Trail, uh, which is a hiking trail that has been developed in North Carolina. Uh, A lady, I think her name is Kate Dixon, and she's going to be on with us. And uh, this is something that I've been hearing about. I thought, well, maybe others have been hearing about it but don't know what it is, and so uh, we'll help satisfy you, your curiosity and my curiosity on Wednesday night. Last year, actually it was a couple of years ago, we had a gentleman on named Leonard Adkins, A-D-K-I-N-S, who uh, writes books that have to do with hiking. I think his his email is something-something habitual hiker, as one word, because he apparently is 20,000 miles, and, and he's going to be our guest. It, it just happens to be a walking week. It, it was not planned that way. It was accidental, but it's the way it's sorted out. And he's going to be our guest on Thursday. coronavirus, particularly the latest chapter that is getting the, the vaccine, which is slowly but surely being rolled out. Ate something that you particularly like for your breakfast. If you ate a, a full cooked meal where you fried up some ham or bacon and sausage and uh, eggs and whatever, scrambled or otherwise, grits, uh, that was the southern take on the, the breakfast. That was what most people who had a, a cooked meal had. Uh, you might in some places. And John and I were talking, our, John Sauter is our producer, about eat, late night eating. He was observing that he had, uh, a particular place that I had mentioned where you could get hot dogs, that he used to drive by a place that was open at part or most of the night, and uh, he was always surprised at the number of people who were in line to uh, to, to drive through at 3 a.m. But uh, I guess that's the, the way it is now. In my in my small hometown of Goldsboro, there was one place that all Goldsboro people would know About the truck stop, that was the one place that you could probably buy something to eat after, say, 10 or 11 in the evening. It was an all-night place that was there because of the the truckers driving uh, uh, through on the U.S. 117, bringing gasoline to eastern North Carolina, could, I guess, stop and refresh themselves.
1: Tom, we have a a Norman from Durham.
0: Norman from Durham. Okay, I was waiting on you. Thank you, John Norman.
2: Good evening. You're on WPTF. I'm just kind of uh, good I'm, a uh When I was a kid, this back in the '60s, we used to shop at a also, and uh, it was in Durham, and it was on Main Street also. Um, and they had a thing where if you, if you bought a certain amount of uh, groceries, you could—I don't know if they give it to you or you had to pay something for it. but They had his books called the Golden Books. Do you remember those? Yeah. Now let me. Now,
0: I, I, I never like to to to, uh, <clears throat> to uh, not tell somebody they're right. But are you mm-hmm. sure it was an AMP that had the Golden Books? I remember the Golden Books, uh, but it was not an AMP that had them. Uh, it was something else. And there were two kinds of. A lot of stores gave you coupons, you know, and that's what you're talking about. If you mm-hmm. you get coupon books, and if you saved them up, uh, you could get. There would be a store uh, in the town, like S&H Green Stamps was the other kind that, that was popular, and I know we have a coffee table in my house right now that we got with stamps a long time ago, and it's very serviceable, but it may have been, the, the A&P and Durham may have had, but yes, I remember those stamps, yeah, and uh, I, go ahead. I really enjoyed
2: the uh, the Golden Book, yes. I remember having those when I was a, a kid, they were I just I like those books. Um, and I also remember um, how much it cost. It was four of us kids and a mom and daddy. So it was six of us in the family. I remember how much it cost to get groceries back then. You want to guess how much it was? Well, I don't know that I could, but I'll tell you, it wouldn't be anywhere near what it is now. <laughs> it, I remember one time it was $21, and that yeah, was you know, could... for a week. You can probably
0: get about one meal for that now. Yeah. You know, that's something funny when you watch older TV programs. I used to like to watch Rockford, uh, which was made in the 1970s. You may remember that James Garner was in it. And he pulls up to the corner one day and his car and says uh, he wants to fill it up. And his gas is 29 cents a gallon. I
2: remember that. I remember yeah, when it was in the 20 cents. Right. Yeah, the first car,
0: the first gas I ever put in a car that I owned was 29 cents a gallon. That was 1965, and and it's uh, and I, Mrs. Kearney and I took a trip to to the north, and we stopped near New York to buy some near the city to buy some gas, and it was 44 cents a gallon. And I thought, my God, how high will it go? Well, I think it's about 2.65 a gallon here today. So, yeah. Now, when you were talking, I think I may have made a mistake. When you were talking about the Golden Books, right. were you talking about something that one reads? Yeah. I was yeah, thinking the book. you were talking yeah, about that's
2: this. The book. And I think they did have them in the grocery store because I it seems like I remember them being on a uh, shelf at the end of the aisle or something. And I don't know, th-
0: there was a collection of them. No, no, no let's, let's go back for a minute. I made a mistake. I thought you were talking about the, the stamp books, you know, like mm-hmm. because there was a kind of, uh, like, green stamps, there was a golden stamp, so it was a different company. But you're talking yeah. about little little books that you read, uh, you yeah. know, like when you were going All to kinds school. of information. Yeah. Right. Well, I know uh, the A&P in Goldsboro had a, you could buy a set of encyclopedias. I think it was called and Wagnalls encyclopedias that were mm-hmm. in, in uh uh, you 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 could get the first one for like 99 cents and then you if you each time you came back you could buy one with your groceries if you bought a certain amount of groceries but usually it was like about 498 or something like that but you could get a serviceable you know it wasn't in, it wasn't the encyclopedia botanica but you could get a set of encyclopedias that would do you know uh, uh, also uh,
2: at a and p i think i might be wrong but i think you could get uh this is like uh, the plates, the saucers, and the cups, that they had a certain type of dishes that you could you could get. Uh, I don't know how they did it, but, uh, you know, I, depending on how much you spend or something, but you could buy the dishes for a certain amount. I don't know if you remember that or not. I, I do remember.
0: I remember, What I remember is the, the plates and the glasses and everything. Uh, you got them at the, uh, I think it was the spur station. It was an independent uh Gasoline, it was a filling station, you know, it wasn't a golf or an Exxon or anything, but if you bought a certain amount, you would get a glass, you know, a drinking glass or, right. or a plate or something like that. And uh, then it was a, kind of a come on for you to go and buy. Now, if we shopped just at the E&P, you know, we drank our water out of grape, grape
2: jelly glasses. Do you remember those? I remember that uh, you could get the uh, the cartoon character glasses with, uh, I think they had jelly in them or something. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They, you oh, you didn't it get glass. It, it was already, it had jelly in them. It had
0: grape jelly in yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, that's how, uh, uh, I used to have one that had y- Yosemite Sam, I think, you know, the, one, the guy that was always uh, right. competing with Bugs Bunny. And, uh, and, uh, but my wife knew that nobody was to drink out of that glass for Pete. That's sort of silly, but we did it anyway. So. Uh, but uh, so you, you were shopping in Durham, is that where you were shopping?
2: Yeah, it, it was. Uh, the one in Durham was at the corner of Main and uh, Austin Avenue.
0: So, uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. Right, you, 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 you brought us some good time. memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, another gentleman waxing nostalgic about, and, and letting me wax nostalgic about. Uh, i would forgotten about those glasses with, with the Welch's uh, Welch's jelly in them, and you eat the jelly out, and then you use the glass as a drinking vessel. And also, I don't remember the glasses and plates and so on at the, at the grocery store, but I certainly do remember them at the gasoline station, and they they were a big deal, and they they uh, were a come on to get people to buy gas. This is when gas was, like I said, 29 cents a gallon. Uh, John? John?
1: Yes, we Tom? Need
0: to do, we need to do I think we're about to miss a break here. I was having to. Good time so why don't we run this break and and, and we'll we'll have a, a, an opening there and I can do a little promoing and then we'll we'll leave for tonight okay 9 mm-hmm. went on a little too long and having too much fun had uh, some good callers tonight uh, waxing nostalgic about supermarkets and the things we used to get there and how what shopping used to be like tomorrow night Stephen, my brother's going to be with us and we're going to talk about uh, the african-american presence in uh radio and television mostly in television there are some transfers however and uh, we're going to talk about the mountains to the sea trail on wednesday night and about the appalachian trail on thursday night friday night will be trivia night Uh, we have a couple of cars waiting I hope you will join us when you can, and maybe we'll take
2: up this subject again sometime soon.